super duty tough work. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth doing what we do every week. Educate and entertain. Edutainment, mm-hmm. as Karis One dubbed it many decades ago. Yes. Mr. Logic, how you doing today? I'm good, man. You know, it's Friday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got the weekend. Mm-hmm. Payday? Yeah. No, actually, payday for me is next week. Oh, you salary. Yeah. Yeah, salary, you know. Yeah, make you hey. wait. Yeah, make us wait. You Damn. Know. But I guess the same but, money, so it don't matter. Yeah, money same, so you know, yeah, yeah. I'm still, you know, <laughs> I got I got some things in the accounts still, you know what I'm saying? Okay, still, okay, it's know, looking good over there. Looking okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no matter when they pay me, as long as I get paid, I'll be like, Right, exactly. Yeah. Still sure same money, direct, right? Yeah. That that direct deposit hit, you know, no matter when, as long as it hit. There it is. Facts, facts, man. Yeah, uh, quick update to everybody out there, you know mysteriously through some strange coincidence Elijah and I both posted our weight losses today on Twitter <laughs> I had mine scheduled his, uh, he just typed his in and beat me to the punch <laughs> Elijah what are you down 9.4 pounds 9.9.3 9.3 pounds I think I'm down 9.2 yeah I think that's what you said see the two or four of them. I, one of us is two and one of us is very close we're very yeah, close very close yeah and so uh, both of us are getting closer to the 10 pound thing, which is the, the go- that's one of the big uh, milestones. Yeah. Yeah. For losing weight. When you get to that 10th pound, you'd be feeling different. Mm-hmm. You'd be looking a little different, too. Yeah. Cheeks. Yeah. Not as puffy and fat. I put on a large T-shirt today. I was like, oh, oh, snap. Oh snap! Oh shoot! Hey, look! I was looking at myself in the mirror today, looking at my chest. Hey, like, hey, your boy looking right? He looking, he, he looking all right. I'm seeing yeah. some definitions cut. I'm not skinny fat no more. You nah, know what I'm saying? Like the worst. I, I, I still got, I got about five more of them things to lose. Five, six mm-hmm. more to get me where I want to be. But I'm getting right and tight, and I like it. Yeah. I like it. So if you're at home participating, keep it up. You know, we still doing it. We we it seems like we're losing somewhere anywhere between 0.08 and a pound a week, you know, right. which is pretty good under normal circumstances. I think most people consider losing a pound a week to be the healthiest way to lose weight. Right. You go beyond that, you're probably doing something fishy. Yeah, man. I I, I just got I just got a problem with pizza. Like I, it's <laughs> me too, bro. I just have a, I have a serious issue with and trying new pizza. Yeah. yeah, pizza and Chinese food like that's those are my two. <laughs> that's so bad for you though. <laughs> I know that's I know yeah. that's why I said it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I can't even go to no I can't go to no restaurants right now till I get where I got to. I cannot walk in no restaurant. Yeah, I don't have the self control to just walk in and just see and order you. some salmon. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm gonna be in there like when in Rome you do what the Romans do. And I'm gonna order the craziest thing on the menu. You only did one, hell, you know. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Man, you're uh, skinny, man. It's cool. You already down nine pounds. Man, you live a little. You know, I mean, my <laughs> the inner dialogue get real reckless when I walk right, in right. like that. <laughs> like you know what you're right, man. I, I mean, I'm kind of skinny. I am doing good. 
Yeah, let me reward myself. Reward myself, man. I earned this. <laughs> you know, like crazy shit people say when they about to do something reckless. Uh-huh. I deserve yeah. that. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve that extra scoop. Yeah. Next thing you know, you up four pounds. You know, set yourself back three weeks. Right in three days. In, yeah, in I ain't two, trying to two, do three days. I ain't trying to do yeah. that. So yeah, if if you're at home, don't be like us, folks. Do not do it. You got a good thing going, keep it going. You know what I mean? Uh, We're going to have a results show pretty soon, you know, Uh, and and don't be discouraged. You know, there's definitely ups and downs. It's not linear. If I were to show a chart of my weight loss, it would look like a crazy. Oh, yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah. But, you know, it's there. And so, uh, you know, this week on the show, though, we have an interesting topic. Yes. And this week's uh, topic is called remaining a fan when you get older. This topic was inspired by an article which is titled, There's Scientific Evidence That We Stop Finding New Music As We Age. I thought this was pretty interesting. And so uh, in this episode, we're gonna talk about, you know, how to remain a fan. Because if it's true that it's scientific proof that it's harder for you as it gets older, then we need to have a plan yeah or else we're gonna lose on the things that we love the most yeah you're gonna be stuck stuck in the 90s like it's a lot of dudes out in these streets that's stuck that's stuck in the 90s and it's not their fault now we know it's scientific yeah it's scientific it's science behind it they not they not tripping there's nothing wrong with you if you still want that nasa premiere album Mm -hmm. the science to prove that that's what that's what it is you're doing what you're supposed to be doing you know, and so uh, this episode, we want to talk about how to remain a fan as you get older. We're going to talk about this research and, uh, you know, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Word. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come closer. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Yes, 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 folks, we are back. Super Duty Tough Work. This week's episode of the show, I must say, is sponsored by the brand new album, Driver or driven by friend of the show, Canadian MC S, who has sponsored a previous episode for his mm-hmm. album, The Social Meteorite. He's got a new record out. It's called Driver or Driven. As with most of his work, it's a conceptual album. This record is about what you wanna be in life. Are you the driver of your life? 
Or are you just a helpless passenger? You got to decide. But he's not just putting it like that. My man is using extended metaphors about driving. Mm. Almost every song on the album. Well done, my man. Well done. He's got a new video now, you know, for the single, which is, uh, gosh, what's the single? The single's called uh, In the Driver's Seat. You can check out the new music video. The album is produced by Daz the Beat Junkie. It's got features from Righteous, Dax Flow, Nomadic Poet, Mathematic, a bunch of other people, and your boy right here. Mm. Prentnificence on a song called Complacent about this very same topic, you know, which I believe was inspired by an episode of ours about getting too complacent. Nice. And so the album, you know, S is going to give you some conceptual music. You know, you know, you're going to get some dope boom bap classic hip hop beats. Well delivered, very conceptual album. It's dope. Uh, and it is available now. His last album was on pre-order. This album came out February 14th. Okay. You can get it on CD. You can get it on MP3. You can get it on vinyl on his Bandcamp page, which is S Music, which is spelled E S. M-U-Z-I-K dot bandcamp dot com. Support this brother because he supports this podcast, which makes these things possible, keeps the lights on. And, you know, it, it helps everybody. We get to put y'all up on some dope music. And we hope that, you know, and, and he supports the show, which keeps the lights on. So, hey, we all win. And uh, support him as music. His new album, once again, is called Driver or Driven. And uh, check him out. And we want to thank him for sponsoring this week's show. Dude got a high output, man. Let's talk about that. Like, it seems like he drops at least at least a record a year, if not two. He's not playing. <laughs> He's not playing around. He's not yeah. playing around. A lot of artists could learn from his output. Yeah, you're going to get these bars. Like, he's like, you're going to get... Yeah. You're going to yeah. get these concepts. You're going to get these conceptual records, bro. You got to love it, man. Yeah. I did a, uh, a coaching session last night. Output was one of the things we spoke about. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I think a lot of artists are lacking. Like they can write dope shit when they sit down and write, but they just don't write enough. Yeah. Don't record enough. And a lot of their problems will be solved by having a higher output. Yeah. And so, yeah, you notice it. I notice it. I looked at his band page like, wow, this man's catalog is deep. Yeah. He's not playing, which is dope, you know? And so, yeah, support that man. And uh, this week, we're talking about remaining a fan as you get older. We're going to take it up from the top from this article. This article is titled, Yep, There's Scientific Evidence That We Stop Finding New Music As We Age. If you're past the age of 30, then you've probably noticed that you're a lot less curious about new music than you used to be. And that will happen more and more as you age. We now not only have scientific evidence that this phenomenon happens, but we also know why. Taste lock. It turns out that our musical tastes begin to get to get locked in stone when we hit 24. But by wow. age 31, we're in the middle of a musical paralysis that we can't get out of. Whatever was popular during our teenage years, 
particularly between the ages of 11 and 14, then that's what we're going to listen to from that point on. As a matter of fact, there's some evidence that our musical tastes are shaped by the very first music we hear, even though we're very open to just about any type of music until we reach age 11. A major study also found that as we grow older, our music listening time goes from 20% during adolescence to 13% when we become adults. Frankly, I'm surprised that it's as high as 13% as I know plenty of adults that just aren't that interested in music the older they get. Yes, that includes music professionals too. Why is the question? Why does this happen? Scientists tend to agree that a major reason is psychological maturation, which is a long way of saying that we grow up. At the point of musical paralysis, we have serious jobs and probably a family to worry about, which moves music down, sometimes way down the priority scale. Yet another reason is when we're in our teens, music helps us identify ourselves and with certain social groups. As we get older, those social groups change as they're less likely to be about music and more about finding our way through life. A much overlooked reason is that as we get older, our tolerance for loud noises and music falls into this, that category is lowered. To top it all off, as we get older, we have less discretionary time. When we were younger, most of our free time went to music in some way. This is not meant to depress you about your personal music tastes, but the scientific evidence does help to explain your audience as they age. If they grew up listening to you when they were young, then good deal. They'll be listening to you probably for life. But if you're expecting to find a new audience that's age 30 plus, uh, then the reasons are clear why that's always been difficult. End article. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, what do you think? I think it's, it makes perfect sense for the layperson. Like us as people involved in music, I think we check for new music just to check for it, just to see what people are doing, hear yeah. new sounds, because we create music. Now, mm -hmm. I can't tell you the last time. I, actually, I can tell you the last time <laughs> there was a new artist yeah. that actually made it into my rotation, and that was Stove God Cooks. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, last, that's the last new artist that didn't fit the box of a Nas or Roots or, you know, like KRS or that type of music. Yeah. That was different from what I normally listen to that made it into my rotation. And I actually know the words to his songs. Like <laughs> that's that's the last time. And I have listened to new records since, you know, but I can't tell you the last time a record has actually cracked my rotation to where. Yeah. I listen to it, you know more than two or three times yeah you know just to that's hear real. it that's you know? real yeah i agree I, it's good because when i read the article i was like you know what it's good that this evidence is out there because so many times we dismiss older people as being closed-minded yep or haters yep or or we say they can't relate Yep. You just, it's just a different time. The reason you, that music don't hit you is because you just can't relate. It's better than all your shit. Or you just, and it's like, yo, it's actually none of that. It's like, yo, there's, there's science behind this. I'm not hating because I don't sit down with that shit like I used to. Right. 
I have all these different factors and science proves that I just can't take it in. But like you said, we're a bit different because we are artists ourselves. But if we were to go down a list of our friends, mm-hmm. they don't listen to nothing like we listen to. Not at our, all. Our musical tastes are so much more deep and diverse, also because we're music producers than theirs are. Mm-hmm. And so, but it also makes me think like, yeah, you're right. Like this is, this is, it also explains why it's easier for many artists to, to gain younger fans and older fans, right? Younger people, they're, they're not, it's not locked yet. You know, you're they're still taking in music that's going to shape and define their adolescence. Whereas older people, we already know who the fuck we are. There ain't nothing shaping that. We just adding on at this point. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I think it's dope too. You know, now there is some element of it to where some people are gonna be like, damn, this is kind of depressing. And and we we see that. And so this episode is meant to not depress you. And so we want to talk about how to remain a fan as you get older, because there are many ways to remain a fan. And we want to talk about them in this episode. We got like 10 bullet points for all of you at home, uh, because now you know the science. It's going to be harder for you, man. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give you like 10 joints to help you uh, remain a fan as you get older. We're going to start with number one. Number one way to remain a fan as you get older is to dig deeper Mm -hmm. there's a caveat though the caveat is not to try to dig deeper into what's hot right now it's not to try to go and say yo man what's hot yo hit me with some of that shit you you young bucks be listening to don't ask your kids for no fucking music no (laughs) you ain't gonna be happy with the results you ain't gonna dig no deeper that's only surface level when I say deeper, I'm referring to digging deeper into your era of music and digging deeper into the era before it. So, for example, for us, we were teenagers in what, 80s, 90s, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. so it's like if we were coming to our adolescence in those years, then, you know, 80s pop music is like we know that like the back of our hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. If you go like to the 90s, we know that music like the back of our hands, especially hip hop, right? 80s, 90s right. hip hop. But there were always records that we never checked out. Yeah. Always albums, always artists that at that time was like, I ain't fucking with that. That's not, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that you get older, you're like, yo, this shit is fire. Like you can go back and listen to new music much easier when you're older if you're revisiting shit that was made during a time period where you were your most active because it sounds familiar to you even if you never right. heard it before. Right. Yeah, like it's, Jungle Brothers is like that for me. I was about to say them. You literally yeah. took it out of my mouth. Oh, my bad. No, no, that's dope though because yeah. I did not check for them when I was younger. <laughs> did not. I had one tape of theirs, but I didn't have their main joints. And somebody made me the tape. Slug gave me a copy of... uh Gosh, which ones is it? I can't remember which one it was, but it's like one of their albums. He gave it to me when I was on tour. I was mm-hmm. asking, he's like, yo, check. He's like, you ain't never heard this? I was like, nah, man, that album is so dope. So dope. And, you, and I'm just like, how come I never heard this shit before? We was listening to Tribe. Yeah. We was listening to Daylight. Yeah. We just wasn't fucking with Jungle Brothers. Yep. And they were in the shadow of them. 
Yeah. They were in the shadow of Daylight and Tribe and even Queen Latifah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because like and and even leaders of the new school, like they were they were in that shadow. They were kind of the, you know, the almost the um the redhead stepchild of the family. Yes. You know, because they had joints, they had hits. I remember some of the hits, but I didn't I didn't commit it to memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't buy their records like I bought tribe records. Like That's I true. got I mean, I just found the um the first LONS tape that you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I bought that stuff. I didn't buy Jungle Brothers stuff, but now, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the jam right now. That's I can appreciate it. <laughs> P Rock and CL Smooth was the same way for me too. Really? Man, that's yeah. got to be real dope to just now get into them. That's like, yeah, yeah that's got to feel great. It feels really good because I never, <laughs> like, I, I knew the, I knew the hits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I knew the singles, but I didn't buy the albums. Oh, but now, man. Psh, man, listen. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so many groups like that. You're right though. That like. We would be listening all around them, mm-hmm. buying stuff from their homies. We knew their names. We just never fuck with them. Yeah, like yep, there's yep. another one like I went back to recently. Uh, Cella Dwellers. Yep, Cella Dwellers are dope. You know, I had their single. I used to play mm-hmm. that uh, Perfect Match single or whatever when I was spinning. Never checked the album out until Plead the Fifth was like, "How have you not heard this?" Mm-hmm. And I remember him playing a couple of songs. I was like, "Damn, these dudes is rhyming their ass off." <laughs> but I never really got to mess with it. Even then, start driving a fucking truck. Last year, I had like a week where I was banging at realms and realities. Like it was like it just came out. <laughs> like yo, I haven't listened to. Yeah, I haven't. Bro, I haven't listened to Cellar Dwellers, bro. That dude Chalk on there. I think his name is Chalk. No, Phantom or whatever his name is. Is it Phantom and Chalk? Well, this was one of them. I can't remember his name with a deep voice. Mm-hmm. Bruh, his patterns, his voice, incredible. Twenty years later, mm-hmm. he's incredible. He got verses like I can't even mimic this stuff. You know, it's like stuff he does that you're just like, it's gonna blow your mind. It's gonna blow your mind. Technically, I'll, I'll dive in. I'll dive in, bro. He's nasty, nasty. Like, but those are just examples of uh, that we're talking about. Of if you're older, um. Go back to things that are in the same time frame that's your shit and just check out those groups that you never got to check out, those artists that you never checked out. You heard about them, but you never sat down with it. And what you it's going to make you excited about music all over again because it was made at the same time as the stuff you dig, thus mm-hmm. keeping you a fan. Right. And then to add on to that, don't be afraid to go back a little bit before. Like for us, because we came up in 80s, 90s, 70s music. 60s music we didn't grow up on that but when we go back we like damn it's crazy shit especially as record collectors right you know so don't be afraid to don't don't first don't feel like you have to start with what's hot right now to be a fan of music you don't you don't there's no reason for you to try to go through all the stress of trying to learn why the kids like what they like right now and then make yourself like that shit if it ain't for you. <laughs> it won't work. It will not work. Yeah, it won't work. And Logic got kids, y'all. He knows. He knows this. And so uh, don't do it. That's number one. Number two way to remain a fan as you get older is to find dedicated listening places. This is something that we miss in life. Now, you and I, again, we're exceptions to this because we have studios. Yep. We have uh, record players Mm -hmm. because we collect and listen to vinyl and make beats. 
But the average person doesn't have that. They don't have a space. We just like looking behind you records. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got a record room. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The average person doesn't have that. And because they don't have that, they don't have anywhere where they could just say, you know what? I'm going to just sit down, throw a record on and just listen for an hour. It's very difficult uh, for me. My my love for music actually was reborn when I started driving a truck last year. That's dope. Because to tell the fucking truth, even though I worked from home every day and did music every day, I did not have the time or focus to sit down and listen to music for hours a day. Cause I'm like, why should I just sit and listen to music? I need to be making music. I need to be pushing out. I need to be finishing my music. I need to be promoting music. I need to be, you know what I mean? You can't just sit there like, I'm just going to listen to music for four hours straight. Yeah. That's, that's hard. But driving in a truck put me in like a, I'm a captive audience. I can't leave. Right, right, right. For two, three, four, sometimes 11 hours of driving. All of a sudden my playlist started getting real beastie. All of a sudden, I start like, yo, I'm singing along in the car. I'm just like, I'm loving music and get like, oh, this is what shit I got. Then it starts hitting me like, dog, you ain't even making no music right now, but you love music again. Yeah. Love it. That's where I'm at now. It, had I not driven a truck, my, my love for music wouldn't be where it is right now. I'm dead ass like a fucking fan of music again. But it's only because I had a dedicated space. Some people, that's your car. Some, for us, that's your studio. You know what I mean? Some people have, have dens or, you know what I'm saying, offices mm -hmm. where they can do it. Um, you know, I think it's important to have a, a space for that, you know? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's nothing better than sitting down and just putting on some records. Yes. Dude. You know, and the best thing for me, like when I buy a new set of records, you know, when I buy some new records, a lot of times I'll just take that day, especially if it's a Saturday. I yeah. go early, come home, close the door. I don't even listen for samples. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, I just put on some new vinyl. You know, that that one record that I got that I'm excited to listen to when I get home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is, man. And that's something, too, that I'm like, I realized in the last years is that, like, I have multiple turntables. I got three turntables in my house, one in my bedroom. One here in this studio and one in my living room. The only ones connected is one in my living room. And I don't mm. spend as much time in my living room. So it's like I've messed up through through mixers dying, me moving audio interfaces around from that setup to here, pulling it out to travel with it. I've like cannibalized my setups. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of set back my listening at home. So this weekend, I'm connecting everything again, man. I'm getting back on it. But, you know, find a dedicated listening place. That's number two. Number three piece of advice for those of you trying to remain a fan of music as you get older is to set listening goals. I know it might sound like homework to some of y'all. <laughs> right. It's really not. It's really not. It's actually just like making sure that whatever tools you got, you have things to look forward to in music. You got you had a friend or artist you always like and they drop something new. Just hear it, like that album real quick on Spotify so that it's already marked. So when you go on your like joints, it's at the top. Yep. 
set a goal. Okay, next time I'm sitting on a listen, like you're saying, you like to listen to all your records when you get them. You might get a stack of 10. You might sit through and go through all them records. Just to zone out. Yep. yep. Nice little Saturday activity. Sit back, light an instant, turn the lights down. I know what you be doing over there. <laughs> Exactly. I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to move right. You know what I mean? A little cool, little breeze in there. You just be chilling. Nobody mm-hmm. messing with you. Mm-hmm. Owned out. You know? Um, I think you have to set listening goals for yourself. In the same way you look at fitness goals. If music is something you love and you, and you believe in uh, what it can do for you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, um, you should make it a priority to keep it in your life in some way. And that includes just sit, setting aside time to listen to it. Just like people set aside time to journal, people mm-hmm. set aside time to, to to call family and talk to them. You love music, set a goal to listen to it as well. Yeah, just sit down and listen. I mean, and I think the the um the DSPs make it so much easier now. You know what I'm saying? To where if you'd like an album, you know, save it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or if it's a new record that comes out or your friend got a link, you know what I'm saying? Oh, let me go to that link. Let me save it real quick. You know, next time I'm rolling in a car, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let me throw that on. Or next time I'm sitting in my studio, let me throw that on. I mean, that's what, like, it took me a couple days to actually sit down and listen to Supa's record because yeah. I had it, you know, I had it saved. I had it pre-saved and everything, mm-hmm. but I just hadn't had the time to sit down and listen to it. It was probably maybe three or four days before, you yeah. know, like. You know, after it came out, before I actually got to sit, because I wanted to sit down and listen to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't just want to have it on, just on some random shit. Like, yeah. I sit down and listen to it. Also, something I do is save new records for the gym. Nice. Nice. That's you know, very smart. Yeah, I know I'm going to be in the gym for at least an hour when I go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I know I got at least time to listen to one or two records. Nowadays, records are so short. But usually I get to get two in. But, you know, yeah. I'll save I'll save some new shit for for the gym yeah and, and the workout like you mentioned is it's like the perfect length for an album mm-hmm. like i don't know about you my, my my usual workout is right around 35 to 45 minutes mm-hmm. i don't really go for an hour but like you can get a good album in yeah and f- f- strong 45 yeah you know so yeah set listening goals for yourself um we're gonna do number four the number four way to remain a fan as you get older is to tell your friends to send you their playlists. We all got fire playlists. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about your fire playlist is that I will probably fuck with them because you my man. <laughs> yeah. And I trust you like that. I wouldn't fuck with your son's playlist. <laughs> Neither would I. <laughs> but I fuck with your playlist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, my man, we from the same, you know what I'm saying? We come from the same cloth. Right. The same dynamic exists for all of you at home. Like, you got a homie who you fuck with. Some homies, you, man, hey, send me, send me the playlist you playing, you rocking right now. And since I be in my truck, that shit be clutch. They send it to you, boop, add it. You check it out. Like, one of the first people to the playlist that I've checked out, honestly, when I got Spotify, Count Base D got a playlist. Oh, I'm sure it's fire. Oh, it's so crazy. I'm sure it's, it's crazy. incredible. It's like if you want history of samples and just fire shit that you never knew where it came from, Count's playlist is just crazy. And it's like 10 hours. Right, right. I'm sure <laughs> it is. Like four days worth of fucking yeah. music. Oh my gosh. I wish I could remember the name of it. I, mean, I don't know if he's gonna post it, but if if, if any one of y'all 
uh hear this episode tag count on uh on uh twitter and tell him to post the name of his playlist because i can't remember it right now but dude it's so good it's so good but we all have friends like that use those friends uh to help you stay in love with music they send you something you send them something it ain't always got to be the oldest hot new artist i think playlists are just really great for seeing and being excited about music that you kind of know but you don't really know it's the new tape trading yes that's perfect that's a perfect fucking analogy yeah because yeah that that was our jam back in the day yeah like yo yo dub me some shit dub me that you be at somebody's creative play. man make me a dub of that <laughs> yeah yeah straight up i got you fam you can bring me a tape okay i'm gonna bring you you go buy a crispy max sale tape for him too high bias <laughs> joint the great yeah, joint yeah 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 three dollar joints you spent some money on that tape because yeah. you knew it was by yo here you go man yeah hey, man both sides g the 90 minute joint man, put all that shit on there 80 to 90. okay okay you come back you slide it here you go ah that's what we got to get back to man make me a tape dub me that shit <laughs> so yeah that's number four man uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back break. quick announcement over the years we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising we've always been interested in doing it but in the past we never had the systems in place to make it work properly i'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on super duty tough work meaning if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product service or release on our platform we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. That's superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time back to the show are you an artist who has the talent to succeed but has a hard time executing do you have the will to win but lack the plan are you tired of having great ideas that never come to fruition or starting new projects but never finishing them if you answered yes to any of these questions reach out to me at superdutytoughwork at waitlist.net to book a one-on-one coaching call Tell me a little bit about who you are, what you're trying to do, and I'll see if I can be of service to you. Have a great day. Yes, indeed, folks, we are back. Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint and Logic. As I mentioned before, this week's episode is sponsored by the new album by MC, Canadian MC, S, and his new album, Driver or Driven, uh, which is out right now. You can get it on S music.bandcamp.com spelled E-S-M-U-Z-I-K dot bandcamp.com is produced by Das the Beat Junkie it's got guest appearances from a lot of dope cats including your boy on a song called Complacent it's fire you know um, he's done a lot of dope conceptual music this record is no different 
It's as dope as a lot of his other's work. He's got a high output and he supports the show. And we would like to ask y'all to support this man, you know, for helping us keep the lights on around this John. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And, uh, yeah, so support this brother and uh, go pick up his new album. He's got it on CDs. You got the MP3 version and you got the vinyl version. And if you go to his Bandcamp page and look at this record, a lot of people are supporting it. A lot of social proof right there. People are messing with him, man. It's dope to see someone making dope music and you look and you see like 30, 40, 50 people, little, you know, little cubes they put, little squares mm, yeah. and spaces on Bandcamp, like supporting this man. Because, you know, sometimes we think that the support ain't there. He's staying consistent. He got a high output and he's and he's uh he's doing it. So please support him. So this week we're talking about how to remain a fan as you get older, because apparently it is scientifically proven that it's more difficult to remain a fan of music as you get older. So we got four in the in the books. Fifth point and way to do this is to go see your favorites. Nothing awakens my love for music more than seeing somebody live who I grew up loving. Yeah. And hearing those jams. Yep. Like for me, like I go see if like I'm trying to think of the last time this happened. When we did sound set several years ago, I think it was 2017 or 2016, and Rubber Room was playing. Mm. At the same time, this is the only bad thing. They were playing at the same time De La Soul was playing. Oh. I had to make a guess. I was like, <laughs> Rubber Room set's going to be shorter. Mm-hmm, right. And there's no way I'm going to see Rubber Room ever play again because they ain't played but once in 20 years. Right. They don't even have no new music out. No. Whereas Daylight's still active, was dropping stuff, right. record after record. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just have to catch uh, Rubber Room. And then when they get done, I'm going to run over and try to catch Daylight. But man, they started doing joints. I remember from that era, I was like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. It just, it awakened me to like that early 2000s shit that we was soaking up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, that was the vibe when dudes was rhyming all crazy and just just styling out. I'm like, this is yeah. The beats was yeah. crazy and industrial, just like <laughs> yo, <laughs> you got a fucking seizure that motherfucker. <laughs> it was so good, man. So good. Shout out to my man Kevin. You know what I'm saying? From the opus. That's my brother right there. Yeah. But yeah, man, like seeing a group that you loved when they were at their peak, when you were coming up that at a time that uh, inspired you, that mm-hmm. shit awakens your your love for music. And and the sad thing is like they said in this article, as you get older, you have less disposable time. Mm-hmm. So it becomes harder for us to go check out shows as we get older, but I think we should prioritize it more. Yeah, and for us, like, because we're such big fans of hip hop, a lot of the hip hop groups from our t- era aren't really touring like that. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of them haven't really put a lot of new music out. And if they have, it's not in the same vein of what we grew up listening to or what we love them for. So we may not be checking for the new stuff and they're not really touring that heavy. Like, you know, it's really cool that um, that Wu-Tang and Nas are coming here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's going to be an amazing show. Yeah. Ticket prices are a little steep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. gonna be at the, it's the fairground too. You see yep, KRS gonna be there. Ludacris is coming to the fair this this summer. I gotta go. Um, uh, ninety three till infinity tours hitting Scully's. Let's go. <laughs> what is that? 
That's um. I think that's in May. I want to say. Okay. Yeah, we gotta go. We went last time. Didn't we? Yeah, you, we was. You opened, didn't you? Yeah, I think I. Well, we Which opened for open? um. We uh, did for yeah, them. Yeah, we opened for them, but I think I opened for the last time they came here. Yeah, I think that was a long time ago. Though. It was a while ago. Yeah, I think you might have done a 2018 joint because they did yeah, 2013, maybe. right? Mm-hmm. 2018, 2020. Yeah, 2013. Me and you was out with Greenhouse. Yeah, but don't break. Mm-hmm. 2018, I think I we we had I bumped them out there. I think you had rocked with them here in Columbus, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the show was dope. Show yeah. was so dope. Yeah, they're always like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's souls, man. It's souls. Yeah, man. And they yeah. know they know they know what record is the record. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they not stupid. I appreciate they that know, about them. I do too. Like they know what joints to rock. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They don't play no games with us. They don't play no games. They don't play like, no like look, we gonna play the old shit, but y'all gotta listen to three hours of new shit that ain't even <laughs> out first. Right, right, right. I hate when people be playing with us like that. Just, yeah. Know. Yeah. Nah, that's that's so dope. But yeah, that's very important as you get a little older, man. Go see your favorites. Go see them. Stop playing. That's number five. Number six way to stay a fan as you get older is follow the Spotify suggestions. By that I mean just like if you like an older artist, every time I see an older artist, I'm reminded of an older artist that I kind of fucked with that I'm kind of, especially in jazz, this works a lot. I yes. go to fans also like, or listeners also like, yep. and I just see all these guys like, wait a minute, I kind of fuck with him, but let me let me go listen to their top five songs real quick. Mm-hmm. Shit you got time to do when you drive a truck that I didn't have time to do before, but now I, I'll be deep <laughs> in that shit. But like, use the tools, use this the streaming stuff now to help you become a fan again of artists who are similar to your artists. Because what you find is like a lot of these artists are in groups. Mm-hmm. You know, you like one artist and it's, it's going to recommend you three or four groups that you already know, but it's going to be somebody on the outskirts. You're like, man, I never heard they first record. Right. Let me go see what they talking about, you know, and it's free. It costs you nothing, you know? Yeah. I do this with a lot of genres that I don't listen to a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm listening to some rock, then mm-hmm. I'll go and check out who else I might mess with. If I'm listening to, you know, if I'm listening to Portishead, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I want to hear more of that stuff or yeah. some more Chiba or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Maybe stuff like Bjork. that's... People who like yeah. Portishead also like Bjork or Tricky or some shit like that. Right, 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 right. So <laughs> it's a massive attack. Oh, you know, you may yeah, already know the, yeah. those groups. DJ Shadow, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. That era. Yep. Yeah, and that's that. I find a lot of a lot of new stuff. Shoot, I find stuff, especially with the jazz, like you said. Like I find records that I'm like, oh, I gotta look for that record. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Like I find new artists where I'm like, okay, I'm about to buy everything that I can find of theirs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it keeps you a fan, though. Yeah, it does. Right. Like it, what this really kind of reminds me of what you said is like, there's this belief that like fandom is not possible if you're not listening to things that just came out. Right. And people treat it like that when it comes to older people. Like, yo, if you don't like this brand new thing that came out, you ain't about music. You don't really Mm -hmm. love music. But it's like, yo, do you know how much music came out during our era that we ain't even got to yet? Right. Every era will have that. So it's like, yo, it's, it's it's a tough job just to be really familiar with all the shit that came out during the time you was on it. Right let alone after you've started to fall off a little bit, after you started moving on, like 
20 years, 30 years later, you're supposed to be up on all that shit too? Yeah. Nah, man. You got to use these tools to cheat. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Man. Yeah, man. So that's number six. Number seven way to remain a fan as you get older. And this is, we're biased, but I'm going to put it on here anyway. It's collect vinyl. Yep. Vinyl is a big part of like our love for music. We can't lie. Yeah. Being able to go into record stores and just see a bunch of shit you've never seen before and observe these cool ass album covers and be like, yo, this look like it got some crazy shit on it, man. I need to hear this. It's like, mm-hmm. that's what they were saying 40, 50 years ago when that shit came out. Yep. Somebody walked to the record store and was like, yo, what the fuck is this King Crimson <laughs> shit with the ugly yep. fucking face on it and shit? Like, what is this? And then they took it home and it's like, oh, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is so good, you know? Like, that feeling of vinyl for us uh, keeps us a fan. And I think it would do the same for everybody else. Like, having a record player, because it plays into some of the other things we said, like having a dedicated place to listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, having vinyl kind of helps you become a fan more and listen to more music. And they do have record players now that you can, you know, they got Bluetooth. You know what I'm saying? You can hook your phone up to the joint. Yep. You know, they're mobile. You know, you don't have to have huge ass speakers or all that. Straight like, up. You can really, you know, you can really dive in. And I think vinyl also for us, at least for me, yeah. one of the things that really made me start loving collecting vinyl, even though I was doing it to make beats but when I was finding, when I started finding samples of songs yeah. that I knew, you know what I'm saying? Or songs that you produced for me. <laughs> yeah, that probably you know definitely fucked you up. Like, oh, snap. Yeah, like those, like I was looking at one of my my stories from, it was probably like eight years ago and I found the Lucky sample. Yeah. And I, yeah. you know, and I posted it. Like just stuff like that yeah. just keeps me super excited. And, you know, the last batch of records um, I got, I found the Butter sample that Tribe Called Quest used. Nice. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, like so that kind of stuff is exciting, and it keeps me, you know, wanting more, and also appreciating the music that you know I have had and listened to in my life. And then after I found that sample, I went and listened to the whole Tribe record. Like, oh, <laughs> right, I got it. Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> got it's got like a down. circular effect. Now you got to go yeah. back to the music who sampled it, which makes you yep. appreciate this, the sample. And you go, yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, yeah. man. Yeah, that's number seven. Let me see. We got okay. We got three more left. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be back for the last three. Be right back. What's up, everybody? Got some big news to share with you all today. I'm proud to announce that for the first time, I will be opening up my artist coaching and consulting services to the public. I have been doing it for several years behind the scenes, helping artists and small businesses achieve their goals, but it's never been something that I made publicly available nor anything that I promoted until now. So if you're an artist or a small business owner, I'm now available to be booked for one-on-one sessions designed to help you achieve your goals as quickly and as efficiently as possible. If this is something that you're interested in, email me at superdutytoughwork at waitlist.net. Tell me a little bit about yourself and we'll get the ball rolling from there. I look forward to working with you all. Peace. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you as a listener or watcher of this podcast need to 
absolutely own. The first is the 10 traits of successful hip hop artists. And the second is the social media cheat code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 traits of successful hip hop artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. Um, the book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is the social media cheat code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media, but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, folks, we are back. Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint and Logic. This week we are talking about how to remain a fan of music as you get older. We hit you with mega bullet points. It's a 10 point episode. 10 of them things coming at you. Full clip. Full clip. We got number eight coming in. The number eight way to remain a fan of music as you get older is to find events for people your age. Yes, we are fortunate to be here in Columbus. We know DJs who play our kind of shit. You, we, you can go to like the redo. You can go to it's like so many. You can go so many places where we know the DJs. Yep. And they have nights for cats our age. Yes. And you can just feel that feeling again. Like, ah, yeah. you know, because one of the worst things you can do as as an older person, you go to a club and you don't recognize shit being played in there. <laughs> That's the worst. Because <laughs> you can't have no fun. Nah. You can't dance to it. You can't sing along. You don't know it. Meanwhile, everybody interview like, yeah, this is she be like, what is this shit? <laughs> you know, showing your age because you don't know the, the shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And right, that can happen right. anywhere, any genre. But it's like, yo, you want to go places just to be around people who understand the significance of that music you grew up on. Yes. Make sure you're in a room with them because if you ain't around them, you're going to be thinking, you know, eh, it's whatever. It was just a certain time. It wasn't special. Nah, it's special. And nothing makes you realize it's more special than when you're in a room with a bunch of motherfuckers who all agree it's special. Yeah. You know, that's like when you talk about the the, the 93 to infinity tour coming up. Everybody in there know that record's special. Everybody. No casual fans. Nope, none. <laughs> they know every word of every song. <laughs> yep, exactly. They might even know the second album. You yeah, know they I mean? might know some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yo, man, they know what it is. So, like, mm -hmm. this, it's just that feeling you can't replace, man. Find some events for people your age, whether it's DJs playing the music you like or or that music being a live show. Find those events and, and go to them. You know, tribute nights, whatever, to certain artists. And just go check it out. It, it will awaken your love for the music. And, you know, we need that. That's number eight. 
Number nine way to remain a fan of music as you get older is to invest in the listening experience. That means that like maybe them little earbuds ain't enough. Right. Maybe it's time for some joints like this. Mm-hmm. Joints like what Elijah got on. Maybe mm-hmm. you need some big boy headphones. Yep. That sound good and keep everything else out. Yep. Maybe you need some shit that got bass, trouble, just a full sound spectrum. Yep. Right? Maybe you need to invest in a nice, comfortable recliner chair. Mm-hmm. What that's in a table where your record player sits right next to it. So you could just sit mute, so let's see music like this. <laughs> yep. Laid back. Headphones on. Nodding like this. Getting a full stereo experience, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Cause that's different. I think people need to do that. I think you need to invest in the listening experience. Maybe you got a room, maybe you got a space, whatever it may be. Consider like, how can you improve your listening experience? You know, some people who love music, what do they do? I'm sorry, uh, who love movies, what do they do? They go and create a home theater mm-hmm. because they want to invest in the movie watching experience. We're, mu- we're, we're music lovers. We should do the same. Yeah. What's wrong with having add a couple little surround sound speakers up on the, the roof joint? Mm-hmm. So when you sit in the middle of the room, it sounds like the music coming from all around you. Like, oh shit! Drummer came in and scared the shit out of me. Thought he's right behind me. <laughs> just invest in it. That's all I'm saying. You know? Yeah, that's the best, man. I just got me some. Um, and if you got, if you use earbuds, get you some good ones. Hello. I just got me some. I just got me some new joints. Um, actually, a couple weeks ago invested in my experience because i was going to the gym more the headphones i had yeah wasn't working out i was sweating and the headphones was kind of shortened out because they wasn't completely water resistant and all yeah. that stuff yeah. so i had to you know i had to up the game because I, I have to have music at the gym yeah that's a must you know yeah it's a must so only psychopaths yeah. work out without music <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be a complete psychopath to be in there no music on <sighs> listening to yourself grunt and shit <laughs> right right you. yeah something wrong <laughs> It's so wrong. <laughs> but yeah, invest, man. Invest. <laughs> invest. Okay. One more bullet point. The last bullet point of the night. The last donut of the evening. You know, and way to stay a fan of music as you get older is to combine listening activities. The biggest issue we see with us is like we have so many things going on that we often have to choose between music something else yeah music always loses but there are opportunities every day we have to combine certain activities mm-hmm. uh, with music and those are things that we ain't got to be thinking just mundane tasks physical tasks like cutting your grass cleaning up the house uh sorting your bills uh working out doing laundry you know for me it's driving like realize like driving open up because i don't got to do nothing else i literally can do nothing else but drive and listen to music i can't drive listen to music and talk on the phone and write and make i can't do all that shit together so everyone has certain things in their lives that uh that can actually complement doing music at the same time 
I say search for it, search for, you know, that that congruency between like your environment and music. You know, sometimes I have to buy like little tiny Bluetooth speakers. Mm -hmm. You know, I had bigger ones, but like I've been getting little ones lately because it's like I can literally just grab that with my phone, walk into any room and keep rocking. Yeah. And it stay charged longer. But it's just little things like that where it's like it allowed the little, the smaller the speaker, the more it allows me to combine music with everything else I got going on. Yeah. I mean, as you, most of us, you know, when you grew up Saturday mornings, music and cleaning the house. You already know. It was a ritual. Yes. It was, it was a ritual. It was a ritual. Yeah. So, I mean, I do that. Like whenever I'm cleaning, usually I have music playing either out of the studio or, you know, Spotify on my TV because I got the little, you know, speaker joints in there. Um, but yeah, like that's the best time for me to, you know, just really zone out. Yeah. Is when, you know, when I'm cleaning up. I listen to music while I'm working too, you know, during yeah. the day sometimes. <clears throat> but I can't really listen, listen when no, I'm no, working. No. Just certain kinds of music work for yeah. work, work. Yeah, like jazz. No you vocals. Know, instru- yeah, instrumental hip hop. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can't listen to no vocal music when I'm really using my brain. Right, right. Because I'll be thinking of something, thinking hard, and whatever phrase that rap rapper just said interrupts <laughs> my. That's what I'm. I inject that into whatever I was thinking. Yep, yep. You know, and it's like it can, conversations go really left when you just start pulling phrases out of rap songs and inserting them into whatever conversation you had going on. That could really be awkward to people you're talking to. Yeah, that could be bad. <laughs> like, what you said? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I was just, you know. <laughs> Spice one. He was saying some shit. He just got him my, my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, that's it. That's, that's number 10. Let me read these back. Let me read these back. You know, how to remain a fan as you get older. Number one, dig deeper into your era and the era before it. Number two. Find dedicated listening places. Number three, set listening goals. Number four, tell your friends to send you a playlist and do the same for them. Number five, go see your favorites live. Number six, Spotify suggestions. Number seven, collect vinyl. Number eight, find events for people your age. Number nine, invest in a listening experience. And number 10, Combine listening activities. Heard. That is it for this week. We appreciate y'all one more time. This episode was sponsored by S Music. ESMUZIK.com. His new album, Driver or Driven, is out now. Uh, go check that out. Support this man's CD, vinyl, MP3. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Where? Peace. Peace. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. Huh?